This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. When you're watching a live sporting event and a player or a team accomplishes something of note, and the announcers tell you, He is just the third youngest guy to do what in pick a team's uniform and pick an accomplishment. You want a chance to think of who the other two guys are, don't you? I didn't get that chance on Wednesday night when Connor Bedard scored his first NHL goal at the 537 mark of the first period. Hawks losers in Boston 3-1. to He's the third youngest Hawk to score. Um, an NHL goal in a Blackhawks uniform. And before Kenny Albert, the crew on TNT gave me a chance to say the names of Grant Mulvey and Eddie Olchek, he gave them to me. I probably wouldn't have gotten Mulvey, although I can tell you the mustachioed one, the former Chicago Wolves headmaster, is the only Blackhawk to score five goals in a game. He did it against the Blues back in the early 80s. Let's see if Bedard can better that before it's all said and done. Are you enjoying Bedard mania as much as I am, or are you already up to your baby blues in superlatives and great things that can be said about a young man and over analysis of each and everything he does, the grace with which he puts fuel in his automobile, the way he buttons his shirt There is nothing this guy does this year that isn't going to be broadcast for your entertainment or your high level of annoyance. And it's, it's already overload. He is Connor Bedard is getting more recognition. I think than any first year NHL prospect in history, there have been only a few really a few hockey players who have garnered this type of attention. It happens all the time in the NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball, not quite as much as those first two. But Connor McDavid of the Oilers drew a ton of recognition before he ever suited up for duty, as did Sidney Crosby of the Penguins. This guy, our guy from North Vancouver, number 98 in a hawk sweater, is blowing those guys out of the water. You punch in ESPN's website, you punch in Sports Center, or you pick Fox Sports One, a news magazine show, Kornheiser and Will Bond. Well, you pick it. And this guy's face is plastered there for you. He just turned 18 in mid July. And Connor Bedard is the Messiah. He is here to save a franchise that has been dormant for several years, a franchise that hasn't had a meaningful postseason run 
since all of the stars of those three cup title winners of 10, 13, and 15 were assembled. I don't count the COVID playoffs of 2020 when they actually won a series. You might not remember that. They beat the Edmonton Oilers. I think it was two out of three. Maybe it was three out of five. Don't recall it. But uh, we don't count that when you have to be uh, in a 12-team playoff. And I think they were the 12th or 11th in the Western Conference that year. But Bedard mania is here. It's not going away. So get used to it. Let's try not to blame it on the kid, just as I tried not to uh, root against Justin Fields because of all of the things that are said about him. That's before this season began. And uh, one guy in particular who was touting him to win the MVP. What a great bet it was at 22 to 1. I want to remind you, whatever you're betting on, you can get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet 10 bucks in same game parlays with the squares icon to earn a square. Here's a bet for you that I think you'll enjoy. It's a favorite. It's not as prohibitive of a favorite as I thought it would be. Bedard right now at Bet Rivers is minus 167 to win the Calder Trophy. And if you're uninitiated, that's the name of the trophy they give to the NHL's best rookie in each season. I would have expected him to go off at much greater odds than this. I don't know the rest of the field, and I'm not even going to go over the names because we're two games into this NHL season. Some teams yet to break a sweat even, but uh, Bedard, the favorite at minus 167, he has to get hurt or, or somebody else has to just come out of nowhere unexpectedly to keep the hardware away from Bedard. So if you're willing to lose $167 on a $100 bet, if you can afford that today, Plunk it down on Bedard. Chances are excellent you're going to win your $100. I don't want this year's Blackhawks to be the 99 Chicago Cubs or 2,000 Cubs. The Hawks lost, but Bedard got two. The Cubs lost, but Sosa hit a 450-foot shot. Those Cubs teams in two years did two things over the two-year stretch. 99-0-0 that no Cubs team had ever done. They had their highest attendance over a two-year stretch, coupled with the most losses in franchise history over that same two-year stretch. I don't care if Bedard wins the Calder. I think it's, it's horrible if he doesn't, because that means an injury. But what I want to see with this team is get back in the playoffs. I don't expect them to challenge for a Stanley Cup championship this year. You're silly if you do. But I expect them to be a playoff team. I think the general manager, Kyle Davidson, has assembled this crew to succeed quickly. They got some guys on this roster. Maybe you missed it in the offseason. A lot of us do after the Bedard draft. Nick Foligno. Is, is a member of your Blackhawks. Tyler Hall, uh, who got hurt Wednesday night and is going to be out from some time with the proverbial upper body injury as defined by head coach Luke Richardson after the, the loss to the Bruins. 
they've got some veterans on this team. You sign a guy like Corey Perry. I mean, come on. You've got Connor Murphy on the blue line now is is getting a little bit older. Colin Blackwell will be 31 when the playoffs begin. Tyler Johnson is not a baby. Uh, they've got some veteran players on this team, including their best goaltender, Peter Morazic, who was terrific in the opener. But I want these guys to get in the playoffs and look like a hockey team. I don't care so much about individual awards at my age. Shit, I'm 62. When the Hawks won their third cup in franchise history, 1961, I was in the womb. I was in my mommy's tummy and uh, just born three months too late to enjoy that victory over this, uh, the Detroit Red Wings, Red Hay and the kids. Uh, and, you know, that was in Bobby Hull's fourth year in a Hawks uniform, and that's why I've had so, I had so many talks with Bobby over the years about how you got to get it now because you never know if you're ever going to get that chance. That's when the Hawks were building to those three cups in 10, 13, and 15. You think it's always going to be there for you when you're a young man, and it's not. Well, I expect this team, the way Davidson put it together, to be a playoff team. I don't give a shit how many jerseys they sell. If Bedard's jersey sales reach all-time levels, I don't care. I'm not signed up for just the Connor Bedard show. I'm thrilled the guy is as good as advertised. What he has shown us in two regular season games is enormous awareness playing at a speed higher than the rest of the pack. Tremendous hands. His hands are poetry in motion. The little drop pass um, last night before his first NHL goal, uh, beating uh, beating the legendary Linus Ulmark, that, uh, that little drop pass was just... A thing of beauty to Ryan Donato, and then he goes to the net. He goes around the net with a wraparound, and not necessarily something for which he has built a reputation, and he'll talk about everything that is or isn't part of his reputation as the months roll by. And uh, it was just incredible. And what you you hear the head coach, Richardson, you hear Wayne Gretzky between periods talk about what they like about Bedard, instincts, speed, the angle at which he lifts the puck by changing the direction, the bow of his stick like a golfer. He has everything they said he was he was going to have. So minus 167 at Bet Rivers for number 98 to be the NHL's best rookie. Uh, I mean, e- even on some websites that do hockey, and now that ESPN has been back in bed with him, they are among them. His first career goal, the banner is much higher on the sites uh, today than Austin Matthews of of the Maple Leafs, who scored his 300th career goal, one of the fastest players to get to 300, with a hat-trick performance for an NHL's um, you know, original six team, a team that is a great hockey market. Bedard is getting all of the accolades. You got to you got to search for Austin Matthews three goal night, and he joined some elite company. Uh, he is now the fourth fastest to three hundred goals. Steven Stamkos uh, is the uh, is the standard. Alexander Ovechkin and Connor McDavid. 
are the fastest three players to 300 career goals. In a few years, Connor Bedard likely will be a part of this conversation. Barring injury, he should have a great freaking career and should wind up as one of the most prolific goal scorers in, in Blackhawks history if they hang on to him, if he is a keepable asset. He has everything. But, man, you're going to get so sick of hearing him ask questions about each and everything he does. And so far, he has shown he has patience. He doesn't seem to be looking over the interviewer's shoulder for somebody else to talk to. He doesn't roll his eyes. But you can tell he is being asked questions about everything he does. It reminds me of the Oscar-winning movie All About Eve. Do you know the movies from the 1950s? I do. 51 Oscar winner. It was nominated for a record 14 Oscars. All About Eve. When they're describing the lifestyle of young Eve Harrington, an out-of-nowhere starlet actress on the Broadway stage, in the narration done by the uh, London-born George Sanders, I just love the way he describes it, about all of the newspaper's coverage about Eve Harrington, who had won the Sarah Siddons Award, Sarah Siddons Society Award, yeah. Uh, They want to know who she knows and where she goes and what she eats and who she sees and what she watches and what music she listens to. That is going to be the Connor Bedard overload that this kid has got ahead of him. I I hope he has a high tolerance for it because it's not going anywhere anytime soon. The Hawks aren't coming home anytime soon. Uh, After the one-and-one start, they have dates in Montreal Saturday. And um, then off to uh, to Vegas and Colorado, right? They got to play Vegas and Colorado along the way, and they they return home a week from Saturday against the uh, Las Vegas Scarlet Knights. Yeah, they've got Toronto. I'm sorry, Montreal Saturday, Toronto Monday, Thursday Colorado, and then the home opener, Connor Bedard night. It shall be when they uh, they open the re- their home portion of their schedule. They're going to be a playoff team this year. Uh, That's what matters to me. Get to the playoffs. A thought on Bears fans and Bears media next. I'm Dan McNeil, and you're listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe if you've not done so already. You can do it anywhere you get your podcast, and tell a friend. The Macker isn't done sharing his deep sports thoughts with you. You can find me twice a week, typically on Monday late mornings we drop, and then again later in the week on Thursday. I'm Dan McNeil, and I am not finished saying things about stuff. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. I am Dan McNeil. So happy to be here to talk about all of the games people play, whether it's the NFL, my favorite, or a resurgent Blackhawks outfit, hopefully. Uh, I really enjoy doing this and thanking Adam Delavitt, the big boss at Bet Rivers, for giving me these chances, as well as Sam Michael, my executive producer, and everybody on the staff who does a great job, Troy Mocker, with research and development. Alex Pastor and Randy Merkin, who hits home runs, like getting us guys like Jim McMahon to join the podcast, Mark Schlereth at L. Um, Bears media, Bears fans, make up your freaking minds. The windsock blowing 
off of the awning on my porch is is evidence that you I, I just I cannot believe and not much surprises me these days, but I cannot believe how quickly everybody jumped back on board the Justin Fields bandwagon after two good weeks, one of which I must qualify. He choked in the fourth quarter and cost them a victory at home against the Broncos. But he was playing so well up to that point. Yes, he has posted some great numbers in two games. These are the type of performances that you expect from a high first-round draft pick that you think will be a part of the, 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 the process of having a franchise quarterback. You'll have these games. He's had one and three quarters of them now, and I am hearing the talking heads, not all of them, but most of them, and fans who call the radio stations and people who post on social, oh, you know, forget the quarterback from USC. Let's let's get that number one pick the Panthers have, and let's let's get Marvin Harrison Jr. Now they got to get more weapons for fields, and we need a pass rusher, which they desperately do. But would you pick a lane already, and would you please recognize I don't want to pee in your Cheerios, man, but you got to take those performances with an asterisk, just like you do when when you get your ass kicked by the Kansas City Chiefs. You recognize, okay, that's the Chiefs. That's the Super Bowl champions. That's not the standard by which we're going to be judged in the NFC North. That's the ultimate. That's where we'd love to be, but let's get to the top of the North. Let's catch Minnesota, Green Bay, and, of course, Detroit, the class of the group. Before we do anything else, I am quick to point out, man, that Broncos defense is ranked 32nd in the NFL, and he didn't close against them. The Washington Commanders defense is ranked 29th in the NFL. Ron Rivera, the head coach, benched their first-round pick, Emmanuel Forbes, in the second half of that game because he was that bad in coverage and he was even worse tackling. That's how bad Washington was. They had no juice up front after a while. They ran out of gas, and they were oh so close to doing a Broncos job on them. If if that field goal makes it a one-possession game, or or if, if the quarterback sees the running back in the end zone on the two-point conversion, Antonio Gibson was wide open open and Sam Howell didn't see him if they make that two-point conversion it's an eight-point game it's a one possession game then the collar tightens on fields and, and it didn't happen that way the Bears hung on to beat Washington one of the worst teams in the NFL and fields was the biggest reason why he was the best player on the field Thursday night but for Christ's sake you're coming back just after one great game where he finished Oh, we don't need that first pick on a quarterback. Let's he's got it now. He's got it figured out. If they have another performance like that against the Vikings, who I should note are also pretty susceptible defensively, is there a conversation going to go where it did last year after one or two games? Hopefully we can hang on to Luke Getze. They wanted his ass canned after two games, three games into this season. Probably only two. All it took was Tampa after the Packers game, right? Get rid of Luke Getze. Fire Luke Getze. Well, if Fields has another game against the Vikings this week, like he did against Washington, 
They'll be talking about, oh, hopefully we can hang on to him. He's going to be a head coach somewhere. Is he a head coach here? If they pop Eberflus, should they give him a shot at Don't say those things, man. Stick with your goddamn convictions, media, fans. What you saw in the first few weeks of the season happened. They didn't unhappen because Fields played a great game against a terrible defense Thursday in Landover or a good three quarters against the Broncos in Chicago the previous Sunday. You cannot unsee the reality. Fields against the point spread, dudes. He is 9-21-1 as a starter. That's the worst ATS for any starter in the NFL in the last 20 years. I just I just wish you would stick to your convictions. And for guys like this big cat, what's his name? Dan Katz, uh, Barroom. He's on with Waddle and Sylvie on Thursdays at 4. He takes pride, you know, and I know he's super successful in the frat houses. But he he takes pride in acknowledging that he has the right to flip-flop. What is that? What kind of bizarre pride is that? I have the right to change my opinions as a sportsman. I'm not an intellect. I'm a fan. I want to emote. That's fine. Stick to your convictions, dude. God. That changes mind. Because he's one of the guys who doesn't want Caleb now. We don't need Caleb. We got Justin. I don't know if he said that. I just get I just get frustrated by by the windsock blowing in the wind. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It is the Danny Mac podcast, which I hope you're subscribing to. If you're not, you can. And don't forget, you can watch the podcast on YouTube. Have a wonderful weekend. Jim McMahon in the near future, right here on the Mac show on the Bet Rivers podcast network. Thanks for listening to the Danny Mac podcast on the Bet Rivers network. 